Yanas and Yanats out there, the Podcast Royale, the fastest-selling boxing event in Australian history, is coming up. As you know, Bryzy and myself are fighting Marty and Michael. We're currently taking sponsorship opportunities for anyone who may be interested in this amazing fight night. Why would you want to sponsor us, you ask? Well, first of all, there's two of us. So double exposure, exactly from the start. Secondly, we are the main event. All eyes are on us. If you're interested in getting your logo out there for the world to see, send us an email to propertryyarn at gmail.com. Not interested in sponsoring us, but still want to be a part of the night in some form of sponsorship? Well, there's an array of different opportunities available as well. If this is the case, express your interest to contact at alpha-events.com.au. God, yeah, can't wait to see you all and get keen for us to bash these clowns. Oh, fuck yeah. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome back to the proper true yarn podcast, the show at which we extract the wildest and the best yarns from uh, the best people around the world, here with uh, Big Don, mate, uh, you you got a stock squad yarn, the old good side of the fence, the bad side of the fence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mate, when I was uh, 16, I was working out at Plain Creek Station, which is out near the Ballyendo. Yep. Yeah, my brother was a uh, head stockman there. And anyway, yeah, it's probably about me um, yeah, second month there. We're sitting down having brekkie, and I'm only 16, by the way, you know, flat out having a licence. And uh, all of a sudden you hear, boom, all this noise going on. It was choppers coming in and bloody trucks going down the road. And Reed, the, the owner of Plain Creek, he said, shit, better find out what's going on there. And all of a sudden he comes back and he goes, we're attending the muster at an adjoining property. And he said, Don, I'll get you to bloody drive the truck down in about an hour. Went, right, Okay. So off they are gone with horses and carrying on and so I turned up in the truck to bring cattle back and it turned out the next door neighbour used to buy store cattle and do a bit of cross-branding with that but then he'd also go and get his own cattle from the neighbouring properties and obviously I didn't know that but Reed's was one of the neighbouring properties. So I've driven down as a 16-year-old kid in the truck and as I pulled up, all these giants just come walking over to me. I just remember looking up and they're just like, who are you working for? What are you doing here? It's like, I'll work for Reed, the next door neighbour, and we're in the muster. Oh, okay. And I just never seen such huge men as that in my life. They were just monsters. What, the coppers? Yeah, yeah, they were huge. Yeah, Stop squad. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't mean fucking TJ. He's four foot two, that bastard. He's oh, little, mate. These sawn off prick he is. Big lads. And look, I would have been at least six foot two. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, they were way over me, mate. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, that, yeah, the next one over, we used to do a little bit of um, borrowing. A little bit of poaching. Get a few back off him or what? Oh, I think uh, Reed got caught a few back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how it should be in the Wild West, I do, do believe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you got a few proper true yarns about with people shitting in weird places. Yeah, well, most of um, our family are into horses and cattle and whatever and 
my dad was actually a drover. He was one of the last drovers in North Queensland. But anyway, going on to this other story, we were attending another muster when I was a young kid again, about 13, 14, and it was um, right near my uncle's property. Bellevue was his property. And uh, Wave Hill Bill is what they used to call the, the owner of this other property. And off we've gone for over to Bill's with all their horses and got them over there, saddled them and they decided we're having a cup of tea. This is about 5.30 in the morning and had a cup of tea and us gone and off we've gone, jumped on the horses and we're going out mustering. We're probably only about, I reckon, 25 minutes, half an hour, come across this head of cattle and they started going, so young kids, you know, you just want to go straight into a canter and, uh, and attack. So we were into them and they were quite happy for us to go. Then all of a sudden you heard, whoa, whoa, whoa. Everybody's like, what's going on? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bill's up there on the top of the, the ridge and he's, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's happening? We stopped and he goes, I think I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I did, I did. It's from the pummel to the back of the saddle. <laughs> oh, no. Damn mum and those meat pies. <laughs> That's a he true just, story. Just blowing it right out. He blew it right out. That was the end of the muster, mate. <laughs> Done. We went, we went back and then he offered us meat pies, I swear to God, for lunch and we've all just gone, no, thank you. No fucking way. No. <laughs> he actually <laughs> shot himself on the, on the horse, mate. Yeah, so. right. Oh, fucking hell. I've, uh, I've been close a few times where I've been able <laughs> no. to fucking leap, <laughs> leap out of the saddle. You can't fucking do that. I mean, um, Zaki said something to you about Egypt. Oh, well, this one was um, the wife and I were in Egypt, mate, and, uh, yeah, you, you're not really prepared for what, what you see over there either, by the way. So we've been alleviating into what you mean when you say not prepared for what you see. Oh well, little things like uh, in Australia and in America and that. If you go to the dunnies, there's going to be dunny paper. Yep. In Egypt, there's not. There's some some bugger sitting there with uh, with a roll of dunny paper, and you got to give him some money, and he gives you pieces of paper. (laughs) And um, so I found that out when we landed, and I went right, okay, that's bullshit. So when we were leaving. I um, took a whole heap of paper and shoved it in me in my pants, you know, dunny paper. So, yeah, you had to go to the toilet because you yeah, got a bit crook in the belly there, as I think most people do. And at the airport, as you walk through, the old mates there with the dunny paper looking at you and you just walk straight through, went into a dunny and he probably heard the crackles and bangs but come out, washed my hands and walked away and he's just like looking at me going, what the? I'm pretty sure he got up and raced in to have a look. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, I, I cracked the system, mate. That's what it was. Yeah, well, you can imagine that poor basket. What did he do? 1,111 on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> He's a clean snapper, this prick. <laughs> he just yeah, wow. But same, same one when we're leaving and we're, we flew back to uh, Heathrow. When we landed, we got off the plane and everybody's got to go to the dunny because everybody's a bit funny in the guts or, you know, you drank too much on the plane or whatever and... And you're just looking for a dunny, you know, and got the first bloody door, boom, open it up, go in, waiting for some bugger to stop so you can go and have a pee, you know, there's probably 20 people in there having a pee. Finally get in having a pee and next minute you hear this door go boom as it opened and this bloke done up to the nines, mate, like must have been the flashiest suit I've ever seen in my life with a briefcase. Briefcase just went flying across the floor 
this Dunny Open, he was just like so in heaven. Obviously he was in first class, this bloke. Door closed, as it did, you could hear the crackles and bangs and booms and everything. Everybody just roared with laughter in there. I swear, mate, it was so loud. Simone's outside, she could hear the laughter from inside. <laughs> of the boys. Yeah. And so I come out and I've still got a big cheesy grin on my face because all you heard was after he's let it go was, oh. <laughs> I swear, it was just the funniest. And every person that came out had the same look on their face, like just... It made your trip, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If you had a shit time in Egypt, you had the greatest time at the frigging airport, Dunny. <laughs> in the intro. That's unreal. And when did you go there and, and like... Mate, that was uh, 2001 we went there. So it was just before September the 11th. Yep. And we landed late at night. That's one thing I couldn't get over is when you're flying into Egypt is it's just nothing. And then all of a sudden you see some lights. And you just seem to be flying for an hour over these lights before you land. And I was just going like, I'm sure we haven't banked. We're just going in a direct line. And you land. It's such a big town, you know, city. And the next morning we got to our place that we stayed at. It used to be a um, palace. We stayed at the palace. And it, it was a hotel when we stayed there. And just across the river, the next morning we got up and our guys were waiting there to take us on a bit of a tour to go and see the pyramids. And I just remember getting on the in the vehicle, driving across the river, which we were right at, and you look out to your right and you see the pyramids. And I went, no, can't be, because I always associated with pyramids being way out in the middle of nowhere. Yep. But they're actually right in the city. Yeah, right. They're right at the end of the city. And so I went, that can't be. And they said, yes, that's where we're going. Well, that was wild. Get around to the pyramids. You see the Sphinx and that there and sitting this Hessian, Hessian fence going out. It's probably oh, 500 metres, I reckon. And um, I said, oh, why is that there? They said, because we do a, a light show at night, a laser light show. I went, okay. So just went for a bit of a walk past the Sphinx and had a look around the corner. There's a McDonald's. Literally right there, mate. Really? That's the closest thing to the pyramids is McDonald's. Fucking hell. It spun me out, mate. Of all the places in the world, they know where to put them. Exactly. Where the tourists are, they know where to put them, mate. Wow. Hey. So can you walk into the pyramids or, mate, yeah. what's the... Yeah, no, so, we went in there, sorry. Yeah, yeah no, no, so you you can walk in and, mate, is it is it tiered level or are you at the bottom level? Mate, I've, I've honestly never, ever watched any documentaries on it or known anything about the pyramids, so apart from the... I don't know how they fuck they did it. You know, like that that's a pretty incredible feat. You like, you know, you're you're an electrician, obviously incredibly smart man. All electricians are. <laughs> so Thanks, mate. Yeah, so you, you walk straight in, mate. Is there a door? What is it? No, it what it was is you got like a cavity going into the stone. Then it's like just a ramp going down. And but you're on you're on the ground level. Yeah. If you know what I mean, like where the sand is, you're not going climbing up anywhere. And you just start climbing down this, well, they call it a ladder. It was really just a long bucket load of timber with slats going across. But you've got people going down and coming up. And I reckon the the height is probably four foot. Yep. And so you you stooped right over climbing down. You have to climb down backwards, otherwise you go booty up. But then you're passing people coming up and you just seem to be going forever, mate, before you hit the bottom. And... 
it was um, hot on top, but it was steamy hot down below. That's what I remember. And one thing that shocked me was we get to the bottom and um, graffiti. There was graffiti in the bloody on the walls at the bottom of the pyramids. Really? Yeah, you would think they'd shoot the buggers, but yeah. Yeah, wow. That's fucking wild. Yeah. From a person that's been there and, and actually physically seen them in real life, is it mind-blowing to think that they would fucking struggle to recreate it today with all modern technology and all your lifting gear, let alone how they did it back then? I think with all our technology, we'd have no hope of doing that. I really believe that. Yeah. Like those stones are like, you know, they're as big as me. Yeah. And um, I don't know how the hell they could ever do it, mate. It, it's it's a feat that's impossible, I, I believe. Yeah. And stunning. Like it takes your breath away when you look at them. How, 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 high, how high are the bastards? High. I, I couldn't tell you, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody yeah. high. Bloody high, yeah. Yeah, well, we've, we've been to the one at, in Mexico. We went. So there's actually a replica in. in they got pyramids there as well. Yeah, right. I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah wow. Yeah. But set up slightly different. They, they're still as high. Set up different the way they lay them out, but it's Mayan. It's basically the same setup. Uh, turns out that all the pyramids everywhere, like including the ones in in um, Mexico, are all facing in the same direction, which I didn't realise that until recently. I was yeah it's in weird. one of these documentaries that says that. So it makes you wonder how in the world they could have done that back in that day. Yeah, fucking to even know to do it in this because you got two completely different races. Yeah, that's right. Building them. Yeah, yeah. In completely different parts of the world. Yeah, yeah. that's fucking wild within itself, mate. And I think there's a lot more than just that as well. I think they're in other other countries as well, mate. Yeah, yeah wow, fucking hell. Well, very similar, you know. It just blows me away. And you see any encaptured tombs or what sort of yeah, yeah. what for them. To do what they did back then with all that stuff was truly incredible. The embalming. The uh, embalming. It's, it's pretty wild, mate. Yeah. I didn't realise that either but if uh, the story we were told when we were there is that if you attended and, and done the work for so many uh, embalmings, yeah. embalmings, you would get one for free. So you'd get yours for free. Yeah, right. But you had to still attend so many and, yeah. and carry out so many. Yeah, yeah. Wow. No, no, definitely in the um, well, museum. Yeah, which is directly across the river from where we were staying. They got all the mummies and that there, and you're not supposed to take photos or anything because flash affects the um, the mummy. Really? Deteriorate. Yeah, that's why nowadays it'd be fine with your phones because there's no flash. You know, you don't have to have a flash, but your cameras and that back in those days. But you still had people yeah. them in that. You'd wonder what, at what what a flash is going to deteriorate a fucking bone. Like, wow, come on. I mean, it's been there thousands of years. Exactly How does that do anything? But apparently it does, yeah. And they got them inside a glass cabinet to try to protect them as well for that fact of that flash. Yeah, fucking hell. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. 
Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.